Welcome to Well That Was Weird, the podcast, where two metalheads answer the internet's weirdest questions, share stories, and give their opinions on things no one cares about. My name is Isaiah. Hey, do you think belly buttons weren't the only hole that they didn't get in the Garden of Eden? And I'm Chance, and I've been thinking about the Toy Story universe lately. Do you think that all the little figurines of Jesus on the cross come alive and just start screaming in pain? (laughs) Let's get weird. that was unplanned and both of our intros went together (laughs) it was (laughs) Uh, well i was just i I saw somebody mention something along those lines and i was just thinking you know the toy story universe has a lot of really interesting implications it it really does now like if, if it is true that all toys in some form or figures that are molded after someone or a thing come to life, I mean, that would have to be. Or do they feel pain? Because Woody lost his arm and he was just like running around. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I was I was thinking, you know, well, I guess not, you know, because, you know, you know, like the soldiers would get like blown up and they're just like little plastic parts. Yeah. But, you know, like those little pl- creepy plastic figures of Jesus, they're like cut open and like stabbed and bleeding and shit yeah like does he like actually bleed when he comes to life and or when he comes to life he's like hey guys he's just another toy and then they have to like someone has to carry him around almost like he carried the burdens of the world uh well i was trying to decide if this was going to offend anybody and i just figured it it'd probably be okay this is an actual discussion, so you can't be def- offended by it. And then back to my point, do you think buttholes were a second thought when he was creating the world? Like he was like Adam and Eve, like I'd create you or whatever. And they were like, hey, our stomach's really flat. That's cool. You know, they didn't know yeah. about belly buttons, but did they know about buttholes? Ah, that's a, that's a they, really interesting thing. There wasn't anything to eat in the garden, right? Unless it yeah, was the didn't. apple and then... Was that the True. first sin of man? Is he's like, oh, let's eat the apple. And they're like, wait, my tummy hurts. Why can't I relieve this pain? God's <laughs> like, ah, damn it. I got to figure that out. <laughs> and Satan's like, got one on you, big G. <laughs> that was his first prank. A little prankster of a snake, you know? <laughs> he was like, we've had buttholes in hell for years. <laughs> we've had buttholes in hell for years (laughs) you and your generations will forever be cursed with buttholes (laughs) you'll have to poop all the time every day turds were the original sin and that's how they expelled them it was like you must cleanse your body and satan's like all right let's push it out in the form of a brown sticky substance And then when God didn't think about it, the devil's like, I got one. Hey, Adam and Eve, how about you eat this delicious apple? And they're like, what's that? 
He's like, it contains all the knowledge of nothing that exists yet, but will. And then they ate it. And they're like, oh, this hurts. And then little snakes over there like, <laughs> how did he get in the garden in the first place? I know this is derailing the conversation, but <laughs> you, you fucking tell me, man. <laughs> you didn't build no walls around this thing. You got like a privacy fence. <laughs> well, I'm... is it? I'm gonna imagine it looks like a, a a level of a video game that hasn't fully been like rendered and like put into place yet. So it's just like a square <laughs> and then a lot of white background. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Probably it's like Minecraft when you like fly out of the map, you know? And you're yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I put some grass over here. Little tree over here. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, since we're on the subject of snakes, um, <clears throat> I've actually come across some really interesting stories, uh, this week regarding snakes in general. Um, you know, we don't, we do Florida stories on here fairly often, but I mean, you just, you can't fucking make this shit up. What's you Mike Pence really up to now? What did he do? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, okay. Um, if you're not familiar with Florida, you know, it's half of the state is basically like a, it's like fucking Dagobah. It's like a swamp. (laughs) (laughs) It's all like steamy and swampy and there's weird things that swim around under the water. Yeah. (laughs) Um, there's like little troll people like you. Um, um, they kind of sound like that too. Um, So, uh, <laughs> cigarettes are two for five dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, Yoda, Yoda did like go through Luke's entire pack and was like throwing shit out. Like, nah. Do you nah. think? I, sorry to get off subject, but do you think Lucas regrets that decision making him crazy like that in the beginning? Like, I know it was to like throw Luke off. Yeah. <laughs> because he was like, oh, he's just a crazy little hermit, you know, and he's like acting like that so no one will bother him. But at the same time, it's like he was never that outgoing, like ever. <laughs> yeah, not definitely not uh, in all the other films. <laughs> he could he could have easily just hid behind a tree and just like he was so powerful. He could have just masked his presence like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I like to think that just in his older age, because that was within, you know, a year or so of him dying or whatever, that he was just like, I'm going to be a mischievous old man. Yeah. You know what I've always wanted to do my entire life? Live in a swamp and fuck with people. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's the general motive for moving to Florida. Yeah. They're like, except in their case, they're not abstinent like Yoda. No. No. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So... Yeah, um, since most of Florida is just a fucking hellhole of a swamp, um, well, also, a lot of people there like to keep snakes as pets, except they get tired of them when they grow too big. <laughs> so Much like they, they buy, do with like, their children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so <laughs> they buy these big-ass pythons, like ball pythons and Burmese pythons, and then when they get so goddamn big they can't take care of them anymore they let them out into like the swamps and woods of Florida. 
and they've become uh, South Florida's most destructive invasive species. Like there's hundreds and thousands of them out there now. They're like, they're a breeding population of snakes in fucking Florida. You know, enough that they're like eating people's pets. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so uh, I guess to kind of combat that, um, they are, a lot of people have become quote unquote python hunters. Um, we're gonna get a show about this yeah oh yeah for sure there's gonna be a show and it'll be called python hunters or something like that um well this is a woman named donna khalil she's now this comes from this new story out of jacksonville actually jacksonville florida it's talking in west palm beach though it's kind of where this lady is yeah donna khalil she is a veteran python hunter who just bagged snake number 470. Good God. Since she joined the Python Elimination Program. They have like a Hold on. It. It's called the <clears throat> Python Elimination Program? Yes. Or the <laughs> PEP? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the PEP squad is what she joined. Um, and here's the really insane thing is... Uh, Florida in general and all these people who hunt pythons are trying to figure out like what the fuck do we do with them like once we kill them yeah um, so okay this is actually two news stories okay um, but we're gonna kind of deal with both of them at the same time so the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission is collaborating with the Florida Department of Health to actually investigate to determine that if if pythons can be safely consumed so so that way they can sell like python meat at the fucking grocery store you know at first when we were talking about this before we recorded i'm like that's an outrageous idea but honestly they're onto something is we need to start finding other means of you know sustenance in times of yep i mean other countries do it eating tarantulas and shit like might as well eat pythons i guess yeah um this lady, she has dubbed uh, pythons to be called the chicken of the glades. <laughs> and uh, she makes meals, snacks, and even sweets that give the holidays the distinctive South Florida flavor. <laughs> good Lord. It's just swampy. It's all it tastes like, a swamp. Um, so, like, python jerky, a plate of fried constrictor with grits for breakfast. <laughs> Or maybe a Christmas cookie made with some snake yolk dough. God, it sounds pretty fucking gross. But, you know, she says right here, she says, I really like making jerky, like python jerky, because it's a great snack. But the meat is also good for pasta sauce and sliders, especially when mixed with some other meats like hog. I so. know it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, hog and python. Mix the meat together and make a fucking slider sandwich out of it. <laughs> Jesus. And here's the crazy thing is, while she's on a hunt, this lady eats python jerky to help refill her during the 10-hour days out in the Everglades looking for snakes. So she just spends 10 hours a day out in swamps hunting snakes. Yeah. <clears throat> um... Her top trick is, is her top cooking tip when cooking python. She says, don't overcook it. It's really tricky to get it right, and it takes practice. Because if you overcook it, it's too... Apparently, you can't eat it. It's too hard. Hmm. But 
Here's the really insane part of this is she's doing all this before the Department of Health has determined that it's even safe to eat. Yeah. Um, and it's because of mercury levels in the meat. Wow. Um, apparently, uh, places like the Everglades, they're, they're, well, swamps basically are like a filter system and they filter out a bunch of that shit. So things that live in the swamps <laughs> contain a lot of mercury in them. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, uh, basically, if you eat a lot of this shit, you'll wind up with mercury poisoning. Jesus. Um, so, yeah. I'm, and here's the thing with these pythons is, you know, these pythons are just roaming all over the Everglades in Florida. Um, but the bigger they get, the more mercury they accumulate in their body. Um, and pythons in this area regularly get to more than 18 feet long and over a hundred pounds. Good God. And eat like fucking alligators and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's they're They're a problem. They're, <laughs> they're definitely a problem. <laughs> they're in a new category. Like, I, they're going to evolve. I mean, like it's just a matter of time. Oh not yeah. During, not during our lifetime, but. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> yeah. 2080, um, the pythons have finally evolved and taken over Florida. As their king. The pythons. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be watching Anaconda with Ice Cube to like find out how they live through it. <laughs> Ice Cube will be humanity's savior. <laughs> this fucking lady too, though, she's says when she's lucky enough to catch an egg-bearing female, she removes the eggs, which are a little bit bigger than chicken eggs, and cooks them either hard-boiled with sriracha or with some fried potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> she also freezes the eggs, which then she uses for cookies. But, okay, she is a professional hunter, professional python hunter. That's what she does. She goes out almost every single day and basically trudges around in the marshes that surround levees for these fucking snakes. So she's, this comes straight out of the news article. She slowly drives her 97 Ford Expedition around on the levees while a partner or volunteer stands on a custom-made perch that she installed on top of the car uh, for with powerful lights on all sides for night hunts. Um, I'm just... I, I can only assume that she wears a cowboy hat that has the extremely folded sides on it, you know? <laughs> hey, do you remember in Jurassic Park 2 Lost World, that cowboy guy that gets the snake down his shirt in the cave and then gets eaten? Yep. That's what I imagine this lady looks like. That guy. <laughs> cowboy boots, like boot cut wranglers, a leather vest, and like a flannel. Like, that's what she looks like. Um, it does say, let's see, from the perch, Khalil's fe fellow hunter, Amy Siwa, uh, looking out at breathtaking views of Cypress Stone. They both sport pink t-shirts with the Everglades Avengers logo. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking jorts. Um, it's just, it, I don't know. It. Of all the things that I've talked about in Florida, it's always people doing wild shit, but I don't know. But here's here's the really interesting thing, though, um, is 
these pythons have a really high reproduction rate. They lay up to 100 eggs a year. This year was a record year with nearly 3,000 snakes being removed from the Everglades. And the program started in 2017, and nearly 6,300 have been captured now. So it shows you just how big of a problem it is. So there's like 10,000 giant snakes roaming around in the Everglades eating shit. Like mice and dogs and cats and gators. and God. But basically what they're trying to say is that allowing the consumption of python meat might encourage more people to get involved in catching them. So you're right, though. I, you are exactly right. We're going to see a show about this, like, next year. Oh, it's gonna, definitely. It's going to be like that fucking weirdo, that fucking weirdo guy, Billy the Exterminator. I love that guy. <laughs> His insane amount of jewelry acts like a rattlesnake's tail, you know? Like... <laughs> If you hear his weird cracked out body coming towards you and it like jingle, 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 you know to stay away. <laughs> he is his own deterrent. That that and the hairspray. Like uh hey, speaking of Florida, just while we're on it, um, did I tell you about that time I, I bought some nunchucks off of a guy? In uh, with like a toothless dude in an indoor flea market in Orlando. No, it was pretty great. I was like ten, and uh, we were in an indoor flea market, and I saw this man who just caught my eye. You know, a little little twinkle off that one tooth, and he had those like you know the nineties like definitely predator glasses on. Um, <laughs> just like screamed those... like david koresh almost <laughs> yes uh like mullet... the plastic frames or metal frames with a big bar across the top yep uh mullet no no front teeth he was all fang and oh, uh you know he was a florida vampire for sure uh a cut off denim shirt so he was wearing he had that you know denim tuxedo on and uh he had nunchucks. There were just like wooden <laughs> nunchucks, like ten bucks or something. You know, heavy. I was very intrigued as a ten year old. Sure. My mom, like, I asked. I was like, "Hey, can I buy these nunchucks?" Like, I love Ninja Turtles. I could be like Mikey. And she was like, <laughs> "She was like, yeah, sure." Like, because it's Florida and there's no law or rule. So I walked up to this guy. He sounded like he was Cajun, and my mom was with me. And I, he, all right, you remember the guy from Waterboy? The, I was going to say, did he sound like that fucking, like, assistant coach from Waterboy? Like, yes. And he was like, don't go out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how he talked. And <laughs> I understood him because I guess, like, toothless Florida guys and children are on the same wavelength for some reason. <laughs> but even then, I was like, hey, he sounds like the Waterboy guy, you know? And uh, <laughs> my mom just nodded her head and she goes, what did he say to you? And I was just like, Mom, he said, don't hurt yourself now. <laughs> He's like, don't go hang him now. And then like, <laughs> he just like walked away. And I'm like, thanks, man. Uh, yeah. And then I immediately went home, went in my bedroom, was like watching cartoons, swinging them around, cracked myself in the back of the head and oh, uh, had to put my head in my pillow and like scream so she wouldn't hear me. Uh, 
and I kept them, and then I don't think I ever touched them again after that because I was scared that I would you hurt myself again. Yeah, because as a ten-year-old, the things were like the size of my forearm, so it really was sure. a weapon, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I think I just threw them away eventually. Uh, that's a really I I love how that story started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about that toothless guy that sold me nunchucks in Florida? <laughs> There's just no way that doesn't end well. I love it. I, uh, um, I've i got a couple stories here for you. They're pretty yeah. quick. All right, um, let's do it. We'll, we'll escalate. We'll, we'll go. Yes. We'll start. We'll start with death and then we'll just get weird. Um, okay. Because <laughs> that's not the progression of life. Uh, so this is coming from the New York Times. A COVID-19 patient has been bludgeoned to death in a California hospital. <laughs> this is not funny, but this is Why do I laugh so, at this? I don't I did the same thing. <sighs> the victim, an 82-year-old man, was hit with an oxygen tank. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> by another patient with whom he was sharing a room. What? <laughs> This is so outrageous, and I feel so bad. An 82-year-old man who was being treated for COVID-19 at a hospital north of Los Angeles was bludgeoned to death with an oxygen tank last week by his roommate. The men were sharing a two-person room at the Antelope Valley Hospital in Lancaster, California, when the assault happened on December 17th. The sheriff's department said the attack had occurred when the victim began to pray, angering the roommate who was identified as Jesse Martinez, 37. Mr. Martinez struck the older man with an oxygen tank at around 9.45 a.m. The victim, who has not yet been identified, was pronounced dead the following morning. A spokeswoman for the hospital said on Thursday they could not comment on an ongoing criminal investigation. Mr. Martinez was arrested and charged with murder with a hate crime and elder abuse. His bail is set at $1 million and scheduled to appear in Antelope Valley Court on Monday. It was not clear if he had a lawyer yet. Uh, this was not the first time a person had been killed in a hospital during the pandemic. Uh, medical officials across the country are understaffed and overcrowded, as everybody knows at this point, uh, sure. fueling fear and anxiety. In April, an 86-year-old woman died at Woodhall Medical and Mental Health Center in Brooklyn after another patient shoved her for breaking social distancing guidelines. God damn, people. The older woman had become disoriented and grabbed the other patient's intra what? intravenous stand to balance oh, herself. Okay. Oh, okay. So she grabbed her IV thing to like balance herself. Jesus, that's that's like okay, like oh shit, like don't pull out my IV, but don't shove an 80-year-old woman. Yeah, no kidding, right? Uh, Shit. yeah, I'm just, that's, that's where that one ends. Uh, <laughs> hopefully in a few months, this is all going to be behind us folks. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, we're going to go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's no real easy way to say this one. Uh, this is coming from BBC news. Uh, <laughs> Adolf Hitler wins local election. I said it. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) 
I'm really curious as to where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is real. Uh, a N- Namibian politician named after Adolf <laughs> Hitler says he has no plans for world domination after winning a sweeping victory in local elections. <laughs> Adolf Hitler, and I'm sorry if I'm going to pronounce this last name wrong, uh, Unona, uh, Unona, was elected last week as counselor for the, uh, Jesus, um, um, Punja, uh constituency? 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 Okay, yeah. yes. Uh, <clears throat> in an interview with German newspaper Bild, he insisted he had, quote, nothing to do with Nazi ideology. <laughs> Why is he named Adolf Hitler? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, Adolf, like other Germanic <laughs> first names, is not uncommon in the country, which was once a German colony. Okay. okay. Explains it. Uh, you think they would have got, did they get word about what happened? Did they know? Because <laughs> that not that, you're not allowed to name your kid that anymore, right? Like, yeah. I know we have like certain laws. I think it differs between countries, but universally you shouldn't be naming your kid Adolf. Um, I think it's like Adolf. You can't name your kid like Satan or like any. I think it just depends. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause they're also doing it for the child's sake too. Like the kid True. doesn't know, you know? Yeah. And you don't really have a choice. Um, now he was elected for the ruling for the ruling Swapo party. Sounds like okay. a Swapo to me, which led the campaign <laughs> against the colonial and white minority rule. Oh, complete opposite. Uh, Mr. Unona admitted that his father had named him after the Nazi leader, but said, quote, he probably didn't understand what Adolf Hitler stood for. What? I, did he just see a poster somewhere? that was like, he looks powerful. That tiny mustache gives off power vibes. I don't know. Like, what? I don't I don't understand that. Maybe maybe he just saw the name a lot and was like, oh, that's a good name. I don't like I mean, I guess it makes sense if you're in a completely different country. But Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, well, I don't like I, I wanna say it without saying it. Like Namibian Namibian. Namibia, they've they're not a like widely what is it, like I don't know they don't have the means like other countries so I'm saying like they're kind of like behind on a lot of things I'm like maybe okay. maybe that's you know I I see where you're going with it they didn't have people around saying like no that guy is actually murdering millions of innocent people like. There yeah, were, I, I can see it. They were just bystanders, I guess. You know, like no one was there yeah. to tell them like exactly what was happening. That's the only thing I can think of. Um, he said, quote, as a child, I saw it as a totally normal name. Um, and then he won his seat with an 85% of the vote. Uh, it, he said, quote, it wasn't until I was growing up that I realized this man wanted to subjugate the whole world. Uh, I have nothing to do with any of these things. Uh, He said his wife calls him Adolf and he goes by the name in public and has no plans to change it. Oh, he doesn't. I was going to say, you'd think he would just change it. Actually, no, because I mean, like this, this makes sense that 
it says here between 1884 and 1915, Namibia was part of a German territory called German Southwest Africa. The German empire killed thousands of people during the 1904 to 1908 revolt. Um, They killed 10,000, which was half the population at the time and 65,000, which was about 85, 80% of that population at the time. Jesus. So it was known. It was called the first genocide of the 20th century and the Germans did it. So, so what they came in, the Germans took over, they wiped out half the population. I'm assuming eradicating a lot of the history, uh, and people that would have a lot of knowledge. And then they just like their traditions took over. Like it's the same. It's almost the same as like a Viking raid, I guess, you know, like you leave behind traces of this culture and then those that are young or growing up adopt it and don't know any better. Yep. God, that's brutal, man. Oh, and they even confined them to certain locations within the country. Jesus. <laughs> um, it, this even says right here, some historians have speculated that the German genocide in Namibia was a model for the Holocaust. It was like their practice run. God, that's awful. They were just like, let's take this country that can't defend itself and let's just practice. Pretty much. Are we, are we, do we plan on going back to war with Germany just for what they did or are we cool with them? Like, Germany apologized formally in 2004. About time. About fuck it. This happened in like the early 1900s. Germany's just been fucking wild that whole first half of the 1900s. They did this shit. And then they started World War One, and then they fucking started World War Two. It's we're uh, we're about due. We better watch them. <laughs> we're about <laughs> due for Germany to pull something else. <laughs> like too long, we have set in isolation. <laughs> <laughs> it's like who are you guys about to try to assassinate? Like, is there anyone prominent over there that would spark a war right now? I'm used to like Call of Duty and I'm like thinking about these dudes are just like, oh, we're cool over here. No problems. Ha ha ha. And then like underground, they're like plotting world domination, you know, in some like <laughs> post-World War II bunker. Oh, that's so they're awesome. playing. <laughs> they're like, no, no problems here. Next year we will be taking over the moon. <laughs> <laughs> The moon base will be fully operational. <laughs> <laughs> Our mechanized... That kind of makes me really wish that that the Empire in Star Wars had German accents. Oh, uh, I mean, they were based on Germany, right? Like, this, definitely the uniforms, but just because you know this is a fully armed and operational battle station, but it'd be yeah. so much better in like a German English accent. <laughs> Like Grand Moff Tarkin. Oh my god. <laughs> we will see how much you talk when we blow up your beloved planet, princess. <laughs> Do you think the, the screams of thousands of people echoing through the galaxy was worth your traitorism? Hmm? <laughs> Fire the laser. <laughs> <laughs> What if Darth had a German accent? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to see if I could... 
There will be no disintegrations. Got <laughs> <laughs> your feelings, Luke. I am your father. <laughs> he has to say it fun though. He's like, I am your father, Luke. <laughs> it's me, your your papa. Got <laughs> your feelings, you know it to be true. <laughs> What? <laughs> what does Boba Fett say to him in uh uh Oh god, it's not Return of the Jedi, it's um uh fucking what was the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. When he's like he's no good to me dead or whatever. Yeah, he's no good to me dead. Yeah. And uh Vader says something he's like you have him uh <laughs> I can't remember. Oh well, what? If, yeah, be dude, they all need to be German. I I love it. Boba Fett, I, even too. Put Captain Solo in the cargo hold. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one line he gets. <laughs> he is no good to me, Dad Vader. <laughs> what if he doesn't survive? <laughs> he is worth a lot of money. <laughs> Oh God, the the emperor, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do it. Hmm? <laughs> Anakin, have I ever told you of the story of Darth Plagueis' advice? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Powerful beyond his years. <laughs> I would so watch that. I wouldn't have to watch the entire trilogy over we, again. All right, that's it, dude. We just need to redub Star Wars, but with <laughs> German American <laughs> accents. Let's do it. <laughs> oh yes, Skywalker. <laughs> Bring Skywalker to me, Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Jabba. I'll have your money. <laughs> your father was the best pilot in the galaxy. I fought alongside him during the Clone Wars. It just when you overdub it, it's just going to be the same voice for every character. Yeah, it's the exact same voice, even for Leia. <laughs> you scruffy looking nerf herder. <laughs> Han, I love you. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Boba Fett, where? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Even Chewie's scream. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it needs to happen. Let's get on this. Uh, I'm sure you're gonna put this in your little your little list of shit that we got to get to. Oh yeah! Point. Thanks for reminding me.
pull up the old <laughs> notes. Oh God. Um, well, uh, that about wraps up this episode. Um, be sure to catch our episode this Saturday. And then also next week, I'm going to talk about some illegal penis surgery. Ooh. So, so be sure to tune in next week. And some people who decided to slide out of a plane while it was taxiing down the runway. So we've got that going as well. <laughs> so be sure to tune in next week for some more uh, for some more weirdness. And we'll see you guys on Saturday. Yep. I'm out of here. Auf Wiedersehen.